Mike Rowe's got a lot going on. He's got a number one Christmas song on iTunes with John Rich. He's got a whiskey and the show. I love that it's back. Dirty Jobs is coming back January 2nd, Discovery Channel, 8 o'clock, and Mike Rowe joins us. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hello, Michael. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Living the dream or whatever this is. Yeah, you know, I follow you on social media, and I was telling the guys in the studio here, your whiskey, let's start right there. You sold out, so because it was the first run, of the whiskey, yeah. did you just kind of play it safe as far as how many to order, and then you're, what, overwhelmed by the orders? Well, look, I'm not, I, I didn't really want to get in the whiskey business, but what happened was we got access to some amazing five-year-old Tennessee whiskey, and, you know, the distiller was a fan of the show, and I told him about my granddad, Carl Noble, who inspired Dirty Jobs, and he was like, well, you should do some. So I thought it'd be a good fundraiser for MicroWorks. And, uh, you know, we had 12,000 bottles, figured, you know, last a couple of months. They were gone in two days. And <laughs> good for you. Let me uh, look, and the feedback has been great. So now I'm going back down to Tennessee, and I think maybe we're going to give this thing a, a serious look in January. But, uh, nice. you know, the show's back. It's a great tribute to my pop, and it tastes great, so why not? Well, we get stale cookies from listeners, and he gets whiskey. How does that <laughs> yeah, work out? Yeah, right. Yeah, we need better <laughs> listeners, I think. And all the big <laughs> names have a booze out now, so you're in good company with Sammy Hagar and Buffett Clooney and Clooney. Clooney. Matthew McConaughey. Yes. And all those guys, so yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was watching a video, and we should mention the song uh, that's uh, out right now. Sandy's got a, Santa's got a dirty job. So I knew John Rich, and I'm watching the video. And I see, I go, who are those guys? And it's the Oak Ridge Boys. It's the Oak Ridge Boys. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, it took me a while to figure out who they were. Well, it, it, it took me a while to figure out what, what the hell happened. But I, I, was, I was talking to John one day, and we were singing songs, and he laughed. He was like, you know, we ought to do a Christmas album. And I said, all right, sure. And he said, you know, he's got a dirty job, Santa Claus. And I said, yeah, I guess he does. So he walks into the bathroom during a commercial break. Right, uh, he's interviewing me on his show, and when he comes out, he's got his iPhone in his hand, and he plays the chorus. Santa Claus got a dirty job, and he does it all night long. He says, "I think this could be a hit song." Meanwhile, all I can hear is the sound of him peeing in the background. <laughs> I'm like John, did you just write a song while you were taking a pee? And he's like, "Yeah, Mike, I got some of my best ideas in the bathroom." <laughs> and the acoustics are so good in the bathroom. They really are. Yeah. But look, I mean, we sat down, wrote the verses, called the Oak Ridge Boys, and then two weeks later, he calls me. It's a true story. He says, Mike Rowe, you're not going to believe it, but you're right underneath the Vidal. And I said, yeah, man, I always wanted to be, be underneath, underneath the Vidal. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, he calls back and he says, you're not going to believe it. Now you're on top of it. <laughs> now you're, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And that's no dirty job there. No. That's no. Not a dirty job. No. no. You are a uh, classically trained singer, correct? Did I saw that, see that somewhere? Yeah, years ago, like I, back in the early '80s, I oh. uh, I got into the opera and uh, sang in the National Opera for for a few years, just in the chorus. But you know, found my way around the music world somewhat. Never did anything like this. Never recorded an album or anything. But. Um, it just goes to show, guys, you know it, you've been in this industry for a long time. The stuff you think is great, the stuff you work hardest on, the stuff you agonize over usually craps the bed. The stuff <laughs> you just so don't true. care about, yeah. all of a sudden, 
you know, so you just don't get to choose what's going to work and what doesn't. You and got to kind of put it all out there and hope for the best. That is a great video on Instagram I saw over the weekend, a Christmas party, and you were standing there, and I thought, because I didn't know you were classically trained, and I thought, dude can actually sing. You killed it with that little jazz trio? Yeah, it was pretty funny, you know. They uh, Now there's a karaoke version of Santa's Got a Dirty Job that anybody can, uh, you know, fire up at a party. So, yeah, wherever I go now, somebody fires this thing up and gives me a microphone. So, you know, I'm like a seal out there barking for a fish, but I don't mind. You know, dirty goes to a good cause. Yeah, dirty right. Jobs is back. Discovery Channel, 8 o'clock, uh, January the 2nd. That's Sunday nights. Hey, what's the job? And let's get into the season, too, because I'm glad it's back. It's been a while, almost a decade. What? Because we talk about this in Columbus, Ohio, where it could be 60 degrees in February, but also minus 10. What do you think yeah. the most difficult job is where guys are actually outside in the cold that you've experienced? Well, it- I mean, it's tough to beat crab fishing on the Bering Sea in February. It's just tough to beat it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, because it's the same thing. You, you can be dead calm uh, one minute, and then in 30-foot swells with the sleet coming in sideways the next. And they, they work through all that stuff. It's just impossibly dangerous. I did a job years ago up in Greenland during Shark Week where we basically lived on a glacier for a few days, and it wow. never got above, I think it was 20 below the whole time. And so... You know, anytime it's that cold, everything just gets ratcheted up. Same thing in the heat. Uh, with this reboot, the thing that complicated it, of course, was COVID. It's such a pain in the ass to make TV during a lockdown yeah, <laughs> and during sure. a pandemic. And so, you know, the jobs are already difficult. And then you throw this whole thing on top of it. And it just made it just made shooting it, you know, especially sporty. Yeah, and you guys uh, from the preview that's because uh, I was watching the preview. So just one take. You're you're doing this new season. And you're just doing one take, and what you see is what you get. That, believe it or not, has always been the case. Oh wow! You know the whole, yeah the whole pitch for Dirty Jobs was look. We don't need another expert. We don't need another fake reality show. What we need is an honest look at an honest day's work through the eyes of an apprentice, and so. You know, when you think of it like that, any time you do a second take, it's just going to be a performance, and nobody wants to see a performance. At least I don't. Oh, that's so, a, yeah. You know, so it, it's it, it's not always pretty. You know, it's not a beautiful show, but it's an honest show, and if you stick with it, you'll you'll see exactly what I see on any given day, and that's probably the most authentic way to pay a genuine tribute to the people who actually do the work yeah well mike, wanna- mike you're a really talented guy and i know you got a lot of books we were talking about this before you came on the air i bought my wife your book the way i heard it for our anniversary oh, God. is that an acceptable so romantic tell, tell lauren torgerson <laughs> out there mike it's okay well, I was going to make it a pop-up, which was an <laughs> ideal for the situation. But, you know, yeah, look, it's a great anniversary present. You can read it to each other in candlelight. Yes! Yes! <laughs> hey, Mike Rowe, tell us about your podcast. Well, it's uh, it's also called The Way I Heard It. It started about five years ago. Yeah, I've seen it. It was just that it, it started as these short stories, you know, like the old Paul Harvey, the rest of the story. There was just these little mysteries. I'd write them on planes, and people loved them. And then now, now it's turned into the uh, hour-long 
conversation with, you know, Tim Allen or Jay Leno, some some celebs, but mostly it's people I knew from Dirty Jobs and Returning the Favor and Somebody's Got to Do It and all these other shows I've worked on. It's just a hang. But, um, you know, somebody told me the other day, it's so crazy. There, there are two and a half million podcasts out there wow. right now. And so we've been in the top 100 from the start. So I guess that's good. And sure. uh, it's just one more thing to do, you know. You write sure. a book write a song, you do a podcast, you host a show, you run a foundation, and you just try and stay out of trouble. That's, How often are you, are you in the airports traveling? I see a lot of photos of you on airplanes and with fans in airports. You've got to travel. Your frequent miles must be off the hook. Two million on United. Nice. million on American. million on Delta. Yeah, you know, and four on Sky Blue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I got like twenty miles on Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, when you do because you do such a great job on like Bering Sea Gold, which I watch, and Deadliest Catch. It, do you have any description of the scene or a clip or anything? Because boy, it just seems like you do. But I bet you tell me you just get a piece of paper and you read it. You know, it's both. It really depends if they're crashing to edit, which simply means, you know, the thing is going to air uh, a day after I narrate it, then I don't get much of a look at stuff. But most of the time I go in, you know, I'll be able to look at a rough cut beforehand. Sometimes I'll read it straight to picture, uh, which is kind of fun because I can I can really see what's going on. But the truth is, you know, Deadliest Catch has been on 18 years. I can close my eyes and tell you exactly what's going on without seeing it, yeah. you know. And so that that show is a phenomenon. And, uh, and, and I think part of the reason it's going to be on for another 18 years is simply because you can't script the Bering Sea. And people know when they watch that show, it doesn't matter what the producers want. It doesn't matter what the captains want. Yeah. Any moment, any time. Uh, a rogue wave can take you out of the sketch, and that just makes it a whole different deal to watch. Hey, is there a worse father in the world with Bering Sea Gold than the Kelly boy's father? I don't think so. I think, um, <laughs> he might be the worst dad in the world. That guy, I mean, may, he might be leaning into it a little bit for just the fun of TV. Right. But, you know, if he's not, I got to say, you're you're probably right. The fighting Irish uh, are a, are just a model for a modern day dysfunctional family life. Because well, that that shows about characters. Because even Vernon, the God damn it, you know that stuff. I mean, yep. the characters on that show. I mean, dysfunctional, but you love them. You got to love them. And look, you got to remember too. These guys are drilling holes in the ice in the Bering Sea diving into the frigid water to look for little pieces of gold on the seafloor and suck them up with a vacuum hose. <laughs> it is crazy dangerous <laughs> and cold as hell. Yeah, well, we want to tell everybody out there, Dirty Jobs is back, Discovery Channel, 8 o'clock, uh, January 2nd, it's Sunday night. Mike, we're big fans, man. We yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, we love you, buddy, and we just got the sign from our producer. We actually have Santa's got a dirty job. You want to yeah, play, play it? Yeah, we're going to play it. Fire it up. Warning, it's going to stick in your ear, man. It's a, it's a, it's one of those hooks. You're going to be uh, singing it all day. You're the best, buddy. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Adios.